Welcome back to Unqualified and Uneducated, where we give you our unqualified and uneducated opinions on all things sports, movies, TV, anime, music, and anything else that's really interesting. So joining me on this episode, as always, is the homie Carl out in Clovis. What's up, bro? How you doing? What's up, man? It's going pretty good over here. Uh, excited to get going here, and I'm glad it's the weekend because I'm dead tired. Well, I hate to break it to you. It's Sunday, bro. You're right. <laughs> the weekend is over. You're so right, dude. I had to, I had to freaking grade test yesterday on Saturday, and then like half my day was gone, and then oh. I was busy for the second half, and I didn't just have that one moment where I could just relax, you know. And then today, I had to tutor somebody. I gotta do all my laundry. Mm. Oh my goodness, dude. It's just why is uh. Why is doing laundry so stressful? You know. You know that's honestly, I really, I, I, yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of laundry anymore. I used to think it was a lot easy when I would just throw my clothes in there and leave and come back. But as you get older, you get more clothes. That's <laughs> the truth. And it just takes more time to wash all those clothes. So and it's always a pain. So you're, I mean, I feel, I feel you on that. So this. We got a lot. To, uh, we have. A, we actually have a lot to talk about this episode, and we could. We could. Um, a lot. A lot of it has to do with basketball. I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna be a, bas- a basketball-centric episode because there was some. There was some interesting things going on in the NBA, or that there's some interesting things that are happening in the NBA. Um, I really want to start off something that's close. That's kind of close to the. If you're a Kings fan, or you know anything about the Kings, this one's kind of close to home. But it's the the drama that's going on in the Suns organization, and I don't know if a lot of you are aware of what's happening, but it's complete dysfunction. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How is this close to being a Kings fan? Dude, we are the epitome of dysfunction. Are we outside of? <laughs> oh, I see. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Outside of outside of this year, and I want to say last year. Last year went. Last year for the Kings went by pretty smoothly. <laughs> If it wasn't for uh, for like the national media, we really didn't have that many problems last year that I can think of. Actually, we had zero problems last year, other than Zach Randolph uh, moving that weight, and by weight I mean pounds and pounds of weed. <laughs> I forgot that happened, bro. <laughs> other than Zach Randolph going Breaking Bad on us in the in the summertime, our season went by pretty well. Um, so. But the Suns, they're going through some things right now because I don't know if you're aware of this, but they're trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're trash. They, I think they're like four in whatever record they have. And, you know, they have the number one pick in the draft, uh, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, they have their cornerstone shooting guard, Devin Booker. And they have what you would think would be pieces. They picked up. They picked up Ariza in the in the over the summer. They picked up Jamal Crawford. You got two guys, veteran leadership. They had uh, J, uh, T.J. Warren, small forward who can score. You got uh, who else? You got you got uh, Josh Jackson. I think he was the fourth overall pick. And and they drafted the Michael Bridges. Michael Bridges. They actually got Michael Bridges. So you you look you look at this team on paper and you think, wow, this team is going to compete. In this team, they're all young. This team could really do something in the upcoming years. Not so much this year, but in the few years, they could turn into something. 
But, you know, they're off to a really rocky start uh, because they've gotten blown out in quite a few games. But recently they've they've I in the game they played against the Kings. I watched the whole game and it was really bad. I mean, at one point, the Kings were up like 36 or 37 to nine in the first quarter. Dude, I know I saw that and I was like, what the hell? The, the freaking Suns are super garbage. And the thing about that game was the Kings weren't even playing good. Like, like, yeah, they were playing good enough to be in league, but wasn't one of our best games. So that was that. And I just started feeling bad because, like, the Suns couldn't make a shot at all. They were turning the ball over. They were discombobulated. There was no chemistry. And then the fans were just, man, it's like the fans were booing and everything. So I felt I was, I, <laughs> like I was I knew what that was like. I knew I know that feeling of like when your team is just trash and it just keeps on getting worse and worse. But we ain't never booed the Kings though. Like yeah, the Kings have only. I think the Kings, the Kings have gotten booed, but it's only been times where they deserve it. Like (laughs) you can't. I wouldn't. You. I. I can't say you should boo a team if they just can't make shots. Like you know what I mean. That's true. If they're just not falling, they're just not falling. But the but the the Suns they were turning the ball over. It was just. It was just. I just felt bad for them. But you know. So I started. I, I. I thought to myself. I was like, man. Because I'm always on like our the Kings like King fan pages and things like that like Sacktown Royalty and like the Bleacher Report uh, King side I'm looking at you know the fan comments and things like that and Cowboy Kingdom I'm always on those type of fan Ooh, pages. Oh yeah, I've seen those articles from yeah. Cowboy. You know yeah, so you know you know our you know the general mood of our fans are. Yeah. So I was like, well, what is it like at the on the Sun side? And then so I started digging on the Sun side of the uh, fan page and everything. It's re- it's really bad, like. Like I found out that there's there's beef. There's actually beef between uh Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. Uh there's they, the the fans are upset at uh Trevor Reza. They're upset at Booker. They're upset at DeAndre Ayton. They're upset at the whole team. The Trevor Reza <laughs> the Trevor Reza thing is kinda of funny. It's because apparently so he took the money. I think he's getting paid like one year, fourteen million dollars. And, you know, so he didn't go back to the Rockets. And apparently, it seemed people, based on what they were saying, and fans, they can be a little over dramatic, but they basically said that as soon as he found out the team was trash, he stopped playing hard. <laughs> he played. He played five minutes in the first quarter. So. <laughs> Honestly, bro, that's what somebody said. It was the first game. They said after the first game, he stopped playing hard. So, and then when his name got in the trade rumors, he started picking up the effort. Because he wants to pe- teams to know he's valuable and he and he's worth that high price at a year at fourteen million dollars. So they're upset at him, and then they're also and then this is what, with the DeAndre. There, I wouldn't say there's so much upset at DeAndre Aiden. It's just really tough for anybody that's for any draft pick that was drafted before Luka Doncic, really. Yeah, I know any, that dude is ridiculous. Any draft pick before Luka Doncic, if you got drafted before Luka. Everyone is like upset with you, or they they wish that they had Luca, so it seems bad on their end. And it's just like you gotta let these the bigs, you got especially the bigs, you gotta let them let them develop, you know. And you know they're gonna you gotta give him time. I'm pretty sure DeAndre Ayton will bounce back at some point. You know, he's this is rookie year. I know his defense is really bad, but he's a, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. You gotta give him that. But here's where the beef is. Apparently, after one, after a game, and this and after our game in particular. DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker had words. <laughs> <laughs> they had they got into a verbal altercation. 
and this wasn't the first time. What are they arguing about? I, I guess uh, the first time it was about what you know, what rotation that DeAndre Ayton didn't make. And I'm thinking, whoa, whoa, Devin Booker's telling somebody about defensive rotation. I know what the hell. <laughs> whoa, 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 that's a that's a no, no. I don't know, but he should be the one. But you know, they had that, and then this one, I guess, was about effort. And then once again, I'm like, whoa, 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 what is what is Devin Booker talking about effort? He's not even playing right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so, and then there was some comments from DeAndre Ayton. I can't, I forgot, I can't find the article, but his basic his basic thing was he was basically like, you know. This is my team. Oh my damn! Yeah, he said he actually said that. This is, he said this is my team. Uh, I'm the, I'm gonna be here for a long time. So when you know people aren't giving effort, you know I don't really care if they're a 15 year vet or if you're a rookie. I'm gonna call you out on that, and I want everyone needs to get effort. I feel that, I, you know, I, I want the team to succeed. So you know, there's good stuff in there, but at the same time, it's like you're a rookie, bro. That is not your team. <laughs> it's not your team. Isn't do you? I I'm not. I don't know if he's aware that Devin Booker just got paid like one hundred and. I know, I, the, that's Devin Booker. See what that contract that he signed. Yeah, what is it like one hundred and forty three million? There's some more it was than that. Ridiculous money. I think it's like one sixty or something like that. It was huge. So like, I'm not sure if DeAndre Ayton knows that it's really Booker's team, and he was saying <laughs> he was saying I'm gonna be here for a long time, and I'm like. I think Devin Booker's going to be there for a long time too. <laughs> so like so that so there's that issue and then then uh, I don't know I shot I sent that video to you right of uh the Suns coach I don't know how to say his name I don't want to butcher it out of respect for the coach but Michael Bridges and the coach got into like I wouldn't call it a physical altercation but Michael Bridges was waving off the coach as far as Michael Bridges was coming out of out of a from a, he was coming out the game for a substitution, heading to the bench. The coach, the Suns coach, was trying to coach him or say something to him, and Michael Bridges really wasn't having it. Like he was pushing his, the coach's arms away from him. He was just like he didn't want to listen to the coach. <laughs> and I don't know what type of history that they have outside of you know the game. We only see what's going on in the game. We don't see the practices, so we don't know the relationship. But it was just really weird to me to see a rookie try to wave off a coach like that and this is a coach that has, that has experienced I, I'm pretty sure he's he's coached in the NBA before as an assistant coach I might be wrong but I know he's had a lot of success overseas particularly particularly with Luka Donich he was Luka Donich's coach at one point and he's had he's taught over he's coached overseas so it was weird to see that a rookie kind of just give that much disrespect and I can understand you don't like the coach but you still you know listen to him and I was weird to see a rookie do that in public. So there's just a lot going on with the Suns, and they don't even have a point guard yet. <laughs> Wait, where where did Tyler Eulis go? They cut him. Where's he at now? Uh, let me see. Let me look it up. Uh, the last I heard, I, they should have kept Tyler Eulis on that team. That was a, uh, that was um, Devin Booker's boy. Yeah, he was. I'm watching the video right now. I actually couldn't see it the other night. Are you watching the between Michael Bridges and the coach? Yeah. Uh, it, it didn't look too bad. It just looked like the coach was trying to tell him, talk to him, and then Bridges was just like probably pissed about the play. I don't think it was anything to read too much into. I can't see Michael Bridges' 
someone who's going to cause a team problems like that, you know? But that's the thing, though. Like, it's, yeah, it, I think I think it looks bad. Uh, but I just feel like, you know, with all this compounded on top of everything, plus they're losing, that whole situation I, just yeah. looks bad. I, I think the big thing is the DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker beat. It's like they're trying to um, – the Suns were trying to capture the Shaq Shaq Kobe combo. Yeah, you know with that prolific uh, shooting guard center. Mm-hmm. Um, but all they got so far is the the feud between the shooting guard and the center, <laughs> not not the skill. <laughs> they, got, they got the two they got the two button heads before they're even good. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. Like Shaq and Kobe at least won two champ a yeah. championship and a half. Before they started beefing, these guys haven't even. These guys have only won four games, I think. These guys haven't even won five games and they're beefing. Yeah, like oh man, like so they're they're most likely gonna get the number one pick or close to it. So, you know, I won't. Zion. I don't know. I don't know. Like they need a point guard. They need to drop a point guard. Zion's a point guard. No, they need to. They need. Or <laughs> know what they should do? They should make a trade for uh, Markel Fultz. That's what they should do. They should. They should do that. They should. I don't know. I don't know what you know. Cycle. I don't know Trevor what's going Ariza. on here. Trevor Reza on the on the. Uh, they just the Sixers need more small forwards. Yeah, they 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 might need it. Who knows? But yeah, send Trevor Reza to the the Suns. They get for a pick, and for Michael Michael Markel Fultz. Maybe you send Michael Bridges over there too. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. So you know, I hope the Suns they can turn around. Not too much because we still want to beat him, and you know, you know, I got a, uh, you know, our guy uh, Marvin Bagley. He's gonna be, he's gonna be compared to Jaron Jackson, DeAndre Ayton, and Luka Doncic for the rest of his career. So you know, keep up the, keep up the, or try to do better, but not too much better. My guy still needs to be better than you guys. Nah, they could just stay trash. I don't care. You're right. Yeah, never mind. Just stay trash. I ain't gonna pull for the Suns in any which way, man. And they're we they're, have do. Kings, uh, Kings Summer League or whatever, we got beef with the Suns, bro. Oh, that is true. That is true. Who was it trying to uh, trying to get little fights with the Suns with uh, Bender? It was it was uh, Giles. Giles, <laughs> bro. You know what the funny the funniest thing was? That beef came back alive during the uh, game. That's real. Bro. Giles, hey, was Giles, in. The boy. Giles was in. Giles was in. It was like. He he was balling. He played ten minutes in garbage time and scored thirteen points on the Suns. <laughs> I want to say all thirteen was against Bender. I hope so. And then he like there was like a possession like uh, Bender tried to like contest a shot against uh, Frank Mason and Frank fell out of bounds and then freaking bad. I mean Giles just pushed him. <laughs> he just pushes Bender. I don't even know if Bender had anything to do with, uh, with Frank Mason falling. And then so they gave uh they gave uh Giles a technical. Oh my god! And then, uh, then he started talking to uh, the bench. <laughs> he started talking to the Suns bench, and then he did. He got he called for the ball, crossed up Bender. When somebody else got in front of him, then he did through the legs dribble, and then scored the ball, got fouled. Giles. <laughs> and then he started talking to I don't know if you remember Corliss Williams or Corliss Williams. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he used to be one of our coaches. Coach. Yeah, he was on the Suns, and they were talking. They like nothing aggressive. They were just like joking around and stuff. Yeah, but. I just watched that and I'm like, man, I can't wait. I can't wait till he uh, he gets the the motor and the confidence to really play in the NBA. We're gonna be. We're, I can't wait to see that. Um, so moving on. So we covered the Suns drama. You want to go over to the 76ers drama? Yeah. This is a drama filled podcast. 
I'm gonna let you. Uh, I'm gonna let you go off on your boy Jimmy Butler. <laughs> All right. So first off, Jimmy Butler is the biggest plague in the NBA right now. Wait, My man wait, just wait, goes wait, to whatever wait, can, team can, he wants. Can, can you? Can you repeat? F's up the future of that team. I swear, bro. Can you repeat that for me one time? Say that again so that people know. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy, Mister Buckets. He is the plague of the NBA. My <laughs> mans will come to your team, destroy all of your youngins' confidence, and just try to suck up all the all the shots and just make everybody pissed off. Why? Why do you? Why do you say that? What happened when he went to Minnesota? Oh yeah, he killed. Uh, he killed everybody. Everybody, all the youngins, bro. Cat uh, unhappy. Wiggins trash, more trash than usual. Yeah, more trash than usual. Tyus Jones was he even on the team? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, yeah, it was Tyus Jones. He wasn't on the team. Tyus Jones, that dude became irrelevant, right? Uh-huh. And they were all like, they're all scared, Jimmy, uh-huh, right? Yep. And then right when Jimmy leaves, Timberwolves are actually looking kind of nice. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, no, I agree, but Carl uh, Anthony Towns is kind of soft. And Andrew Wiggins is just kind of trash for what he's getting paid for. But they're not as soft and trash now. They're okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. I'm. I'm. I'm just trying to play like the. Bro, I'm, I just got it out for Jimmy Butler. I got problems with this guy. Okay, because oh no, because like yeah, because like that right now they're going through the thing with uh, the Seventy Sixers. Uh, Joel Embiid is upset with his role. Yeah, Joel Embiid, arguably, probably, what do you want, like, easily top 10 player in the league, right? Yeah, any given night, he could be the best center in the league. Yeah, easily, like, a top 10 player in the league. They seem to start out pretty good with Jimmy, you know? Like, mm-hmm. the Sixers are looking nice. Jimmy's making a bunch of, like, big-time shots and plays. Now, what, like, a few days ago, I seen some article come out. Joel Embiid unhappy, man. He's unhappy about his role since Jimmy got there. Yeah. And all, all I'm thinking is, wherever this dude goes, if the, they have like some young talent who's essentially the cornerstone of their team, yeah. like Cat for the Timberwolves or Embiid for the Sixers, this dude just goes and ruins whatever is going on. Yeah, see, see, that's and, and, and I think it will eventually escalate to tension between Jimmy and Joel Embiid. I don't think there is right now. But I think this is all the coach's fault. Each bone both sides. I think it's Thibodeau's fault, and I think it's Brent Brian Brian Brown Brown. I don't know Brent. I think it's Brett. Yeah, I think it's Brett. Brett. I think it's his fault as well. Because if you have a center like Carl Anthony Towns, and you have a center like Embiid, don't you think you would want them working inside? Yep. Like Embiid said that the coaches, the coach, basically in it, what Embiid was saying is the coach is using them as a stretch five now. He's out on the perimeter more. And he's shooting more threes, even though his uh his three point field goal percentage is like twenty nine percent right now. And they have they're having him as a stretch. Basically he's a stretch five. When honestly, he probably has the best post game in the league. Yeah, like, easily, dude. He's yeah. the most like his whatever like his I guess technically his like second year last year. Yeah. In the league. That dude was the most polished center, like with his actual post moves, this he's the only guy I actually seen use post moves. Yeah, that's that's what I was that's what I was that's what I was thinking. Like you want, I want him to take at least ten shots in the post, f- 
five shots from alley or like five bats from alley oops, you know, get 15 up from those. And then, you know, you can shoot your threes and everything. Yeah, he could hit like one or two a game. Yeah. So, I mean, he doesn't need to do anything else. Yeah, it was it was kind of like, for me, how I feel about Biggs was, remember when DeMarcus first started shooting threes? Oh, yeah. Like, I pretty much, for me, it was like, okay, in the beginning of the game, shoot a three. If it goes in, you can shoot another one. But if you miss it, just stay in the post. Like, I don't think you want your center, like, really just hanging, unless he's like Brooke Lopez or like a, <laughs> uh, like a, like it's the only one I can really think of, like, uh, uh, I don't know. Lamarcus Aldridge shoots from deep, deep twos. You know, unless you want, they're like those bigs that really shoot like that. You want your big in the in shooting close to the basket where his height is an advantage. Yeah, because then he's there to like cause issues. He can get an offensive rebound every once in a while, and just um, he's just there. I mean, yeah, it might seem like he might clog the lane, but dude, you're an NBA coach. You should know how to create uh, offense Figure or plays where he doesn't have to sit outside like he's some sharpshooter. That's what I was thinking. And then Jimmy, I don't think Jimmy can play with a big. No. Because his most success in uh, in uh was in Chicago to me, and they never had a real big. They had Joe Kim Noah, but he wasn't like a, I'm a score big. He was like, I'm a set up the team and run the offense type big. But he wasn't yeah, like. It, I th- it's because Jimmy Butler, does. he has a lot of like mid-range. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what like it seems like at least when I I haven't watched him play in a while, but when I used to watch him, he's always like he's like pretty pretty strong with like turnarounds and mid range area, which is hard if you have a big because they're there. It's like that's the bigs, essentially that's the bigs area. Yeah. Again, a coach should be able to figure that out, but and that's I don't know. that's the problem. The the problem with the biggest problem with Jimmy is he's just not as talented as these guys who lead teams and i think he's a c-list superstar let's go b he's like he's like, i'm gonna go d-list no he's b's b-list like like max keller man we, we always talk about that five point scale he's on that upper three, three and a points. half upper three and a half to lower four po- on the five point scale you know but he he like he has like the attitude of like uh like a 4.5 or a five point scale player and it's just that he's his talent he's good but he's not great and I think teams get teams and the coaches they fall in love with that personality and they kind of run more plays for him than they should for for Embiid. Embiid should, Embiid and Cat should have the most shot attempts out of the whole out of anybody on the roster. It doesn't matter. I don't care who's on your team. Well, I, depending you know unless they're the five point players, but like you know your best player like Cat, your center should have the most shots in the post than any other player on your team same thing with Embiid but I think Jimmy Butler probably they probably trying to work him into the office offense get him comfortable they're probably prioritizing some things um but you know at the same time I would want to say Joel Embiid you know you know kind of cool off right now you know just let it let it it's still it's, it's December you still we still got time until these you know playoffs comes around there's still times to get adjusted to this. You know, the one thing I had, a pro- I had two problems with this, or mainly one. My biggest problem, I think Embiid should have probably went to the coaches about this instead of the media. Like, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I definitely think, the, I mean, it's not like they're playing bad. The yeah. Sixers are winning, aren't they? They're doing a lot better Yeah. now that Jimmy's there. So he, in, in all, 
in all reality, he should just be happy with what's happening because they're actually like they actually look good. They easily are going to be, I want to say, the number two team in the East mm-hmm. easily. I think. Ooh, that's t- that's tough, but ooh, yeah, I get uh, just ooh. with like just because like now they have like on paper that that kind of starting lineup that has just that much ability they can hang with. On, on paper, I, I can give you that on paper, talent wise, because. I like yeah. I like the Raptors. I like the Raptors. No, I, I like the Raptors too. And I'm just saying, like who who on the Raptors is gonna guard Joel Embiid? Nobody. Who on, who in the league or who in the East can guard Joel Embiid? Nobody can. Nobody. So that's all. Like they they have to. If right now they they look good, I just yeah. Well, people always crying, I mean, and I and I I don't like Jimmy Butler because he requested for a trade. So I'm just trying to go out his head, bro. Yeah, I feel you, but like. If Jimmy, if uh, Joel Embiid is on the the three point line, the whole game, <laughs> I think uh, teams can game plan against that. And they and they on the on the Raptors they have Serge Ibaka, uh, Pascal yeah, no, Siakam. Actually, the Raptors do have like a. I've I've always thought the Raptors have like some dope uh, defensive lineup yeah. because they could have Kawhi Leonard, uh, OG OG Anubi, Anubi at the yep yep. Uh, freaking Pascal Siakam and Kyle, Serge Ibaka, yeah, Kyle, and Kyle Lowry is can play defense too. Kyle they can, got Kyle, the most defense. Yeah, that's a that's a nice defensive like for, for, um, point guard to center. This got to be one of the best in the league. Easily, they, that would just be. I forgot. I forgot. I've always thought about that like team, especially since Kawhi went there. I was just like, dude, like they have so many defenders now. That's, that's that's a scary defensive team. So like, I feel like yeah, I feel like. To me, they're the best team in the East. The thing is, the Celtics are playing a lot better, and we got to give a shout out to the Celtics because last night they got burgers on the Bulls. Oh, they got hell. They of got burgers. burgers. I think it was like fifty-six burgers. Yeah, something the, like that. The threshold is forty. You beat a team by forty, you get burgers. They overate. <laughs> the Celtics overate, so they're starting to get better. Giannis, my man, Giannis needs some help, man. Yeah, he doesn't have to stand a chance, bro. Like, like it's 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 not fair at the point, like. You know, because everybody has like right now, everybody either like has another like star player. You know, at least like Kawhi has Kyle Lowry, yeah, and Serge and a system. Like Giannis is kind of just doing that out there by himself, and I, which is actually kind of funny, because it leads into our next topic. Yeah. So over, so I don't know where this came out, but there was a quote from Giannis that basically went as. Went that he would rather he that he no Giannis turned down workout invites from LeBron and Carmelo over the summer, and he did this because he didn't understand why would he work out with these guys when he's trying to go at these guys. He didn't want those guys to learn how he plays, how he preps. He didn't. He doesn't want LeBron to get into his head, so he turned down those those invites, and he doesn't like how the league is super buddy buddy. So what do you, how do you feel about that? Bro, you already know I love that, bro. <laughs> First off, Giannis is my number one player in the league right now. Yep. Second of all, that is just my ideal ideology for whatever I want the league to be. I'm tired of all these dudes squatted up doing this super team stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm hyped that Giannis is like essentially on this on board with that, not trying to like squat up with people. Granted, uh, I think anybody in the NBA would have turned down Carmelo Anthony working oh, yeah. out with them. Yeah, that's what I was uh, going to say too. But but turning down LeBron, dude, Giannis is a B. 
beast, bro. Yeah, no, like I, I honestly like I'm like I say I always say all the time like I'm fine with player movement and stuff like that. I'm, I'm fine with them having a, a choice. But when you get a guy that's like, nah, I'm not cool with all that teaming up. I'm trying to go at these guys, you know. That's I, I, I really, I really like that. Yeah, I loved how he's like, I don't like this buddy buddy league. I was like, yo. And, and, and it's funny because like I don't know if he mentioned this, but that's basically what happened to uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant before before the Thunder went to the finals, LeBron was still in the Heat, right? And KD, KD and the Thunder, they hadn't got to the they I think they had just got made the playoffs and they got beat in the first round or whatever. But LeBron was like working out with KD, and then the next year, next the end of the year, I think LeBron he uh. They lose. Well, they lose to the Spurs and everything. No, they lose to the Mavericks. Mavericks that first time around, and then so LeBron is working out with KD. Then that same year, I believe, KD and LeBron are in the finals, and then the Miami Heat beat the Thunder five to one or four to one, four to one. So basically five to one. Basically, the score. Yeah, the game was the the the. Red, they got they got crapped on yeah. that series. And you know you, you gotta you gotta think about it like. LeBron's working out with KD. LeBron learning his tendencies. You know what I mean? He's yeah. developing that little brother. This is my little brother. So when the time comes, it's easier to go at him. It's different now because Le- now KD has that monster behind him, the Golden State Warriors. So like LeBron and KD in the finals isn't like one on one anymore like it used to be. So it's different now. And and KD's older now. He's more mature, kind of. And his brain is more developed than it was. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> hey man, like I used to, like I don't got a problem with Katie. I, some of the back and forth he does on Twitter, it's a little yeah, immature. Yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah, man. like he needs the, to relax, the, just play ball. Yeah, the burner accounts. He gets a little sensitive with like how people think about. He gets a little sensitive sometimes. So he does. Like he always, if someone talks crap on him, he goes finds their, them on social media. Like, oh, am I really a snake in the grass? Like, yeah, yeah bro, you are. Just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accept it. Just accept it. Move on. You, you're rich. You're winning championships, and you're balling. Yeah. Like, just ball, bro. Just do what you got to do. I think his ego is still hurt by being becoming like the one of the top hated players in the league. Oh yeah, I mean, because deep down inside, he knows he'll never be like one of the greatest of all time now because he will always be known as a second banana. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> He's going to be like, he's like a second banana. That's funny. Second banana, bro. <laughs> no, man, bro, bro, bro. What, I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is like, what I'm saying is like, he's like on the Warriors, right? They won that. No, they you know won. what? I like the second banana because like, if I eat one banana, I ain't trying to have another one. And that's KD, man. He's just the second banana. He's, he's going to go in the second banana hall of fame. <laughs> like he's, he's right up there with like Scottie Pippen. Kevin McHale, um, Chris Bosh. Dang, that's foul. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Bosh is like third banana, bro. Oh, I don't think everybody. any. I don't even think anybody ever had a third banana before. In the history of banana, Never, bro. In the history of banana eating, nobody's like some people probably has pushed that second banana. You know? Yeah, yeah. They they have because they did that like banana and sprite challenge or whatever oh, that was happening oh, for a that's, minute. That's foul. Or or like in a or in a smoothie, they put two bananas in there. There's like you know, Giannis felt like he having two bananas and his two bananas and three blueberries. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. people that might need that second banana, but third banana. There's no third banana Hall of Fame because nobody knows about a third banana. <laughs> like check this out. Like you're eating cereal, you cut up some bananas. You're like, man, I want I want a lot of bananas. You might go off that second banana. You are gonna cut some off of that second banana? I'm telling you. 
if there's anybody out there that's ever eaten three bananas in one sitting, let me know. There's nothing wrong with you if you're eating that much bananas in one sitting. That's it's, eating three bananas is like having three bowls of cereal. Like you, <laughs> there's something wrong with you. Like okay, so right, you eat the first bowl, right? That's one yeah. bowl. The second bowl, you're kind of like, you know, I'm still a little hungry. I could do a second bowl. After you're done with that second bowl, you're like, I've never ever met somebody that said, you know what? I'm obviously gonna get that third bowl. I've never had a third bowl of cereal. I might be just be me. <laughs> No, I think I think I've only done two just because like after the first bowl, if you got those like nice sugary cereals, they make the milk you all the like milk. nice. Yeah. Then you pour it in on top of that mm-hmm. and you, it's just like it's cool. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever I'm, I'm not saying yeah, it's exactly it's exactly what I'm saying. You got three three bowls of cereal, there's something wrong with you. Go make some eggs or something like that. Cereal's not what you need to eat that morning. Yeah, you need something more substantial. You need, you need three bowls of cereal. <laughs> yeah, you need three bowls of cereal. You need to go make a meal. Go grab some eggs and some bacon and make a real meal, like, like <laughs> because like that's what I, unless or or unless you're having like these really delicate, fancy bowls, then I guess I can understand, but nah. Yeah, we're talking one uh, average American portion size. Yeah, so that's, one, that's a good chunk. It's like a bowl and a half to two bowls, and that should be enough cereal. Yeah, there's a lot of sugar in cereal. You can't Plus, just, dude, you have too much cereal. It messes up the roof of your mouth. Oh, yeah. If you, especially if you go freaking Captain Crunch, bro. <laughs> Captain Crunch goes to war on your bro, mouth, Captain bro. Captain Crunch, you got to go to the emergency room after a bowl of Captain Crunch. You got to let that I mean, stuff. I that one time, and then, like, my mouth was bleeding. No, I didn't understand. Oh, bro, there was this one time when we were kids, man. Like, we were always asking for Captain Crunch, right? And then my mom was like, nah, you eat, eat your uh, cornflakes, bro. So we were just eating these cornflakes. Cornflakes, and then one Christmas, it was like one. It was like during Christmas, there was like a a Captain Crunch sale or something like that. My mom bought so much Captain Crunch. We <laughs> ate Captain Crunch for like three weeks. Yo, my mouth was messed up for that month. Like, I remember that. I it was like the first like two days. It was like the best day of my life. Like, wake up, Captain Crunch. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I'm going to eat all the, the yellow ones first and then save all the blueberries for last. <laughs> and I'm just going to have a bunch of blueberries and eat them. And then, you know, like that third morning, I remember waking up and I was just like, man, I've already eaten all the blueberries. What am I going to do this time? <laughs> and it just gets worse. We just, you know, when we were younger, we had it, we had it hard. You had to work to get all blueberries. Now... You can buy Captain Crunch with nothing but blueberries. Yeah, what the hell is that about, bro? I, like, I don't. That's what's wrong with this generation. That's like if they made Lucky Charms where it's nothing just but marshmallows. marshmallows. You gotta work for stings. This was wrong with the kids coming after us. They don't have to work for anything. Yeah, man, they got privileged. They got privileged out the out the woo-ha, out the hoo-ha, bro. <laughs> like, yo, what kind of idiot out there is buying blueberry Captain Crunch? Like, that's freaking crazy. All blueberries. Yo, that's foul. There's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you people out there eating three bananas, three bowls of cereals, and if that third, if all three of those bowls, bowls of cereal is all blueberries, yo, lock that guy up, man. Put him in a sane asylum, bro. That's dude probably put the milk in first and then put the cereal on top. <laughs> now, if you out there eating first, okay, so check this out, bro. If you go to the store and you get a blueberry Captain Crunch, you got three bowls. And you're pouring the milk in first, then the cereal on top. You need to get deported. It is what it is. We can't have that type of crazy in this in this country. 
that's the same type of people who be uh, grabbing a piece of pizza and immediately biting at the crust. Bro. Oh, bro, if you biting at the oh my god, I got problems with that. Yo, I, I don't care if you putting pineapples on your pizza. I don't care if you putting you can put whatever you want on your pizza, but if you biting the crust first, I just I gotta I gotta go. This this problems, bro. They it's a pizza slice, so you can put the triangle, the tip of the triangle, in your mouth first. You open your mouth super wide for the first bite. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> a pizza is, is shaped just like an exercise. You warm up first, then you yeah. get to the end, <laughs> and then you're not even like at the end. You you know you. <laughs> Yo, if see, I get you. Probably right, bro. The people that's biting crust first are these. Crazy people, these oh, people putting milk before their cereal, putting bro. Milk in first, then the cereal on top. Eating Captain Crunch blueberries, eating three bananas. Y'all some crazy people, man. But back to what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> I don't even know. I think it was Kevin Durant, Chris Bosh. Kevin Durant's a snake in the grass. All right, yeah, yeah. So, um, what what were you talking about, bro? Chris Bosh being the third banana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think there was a point. <laughs> There had to nah. be. There was a point to that. Oh, uh, it was uh, Giannis. Giannis just the man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Giannis. Okay, but Giannis is just the man. I honestly, we talking about him not teaming up with people, but I hope that he's able to get some help. They made a trade recently. Uh, they sent Delvadova to the Cavaliers. Uh, George Hill is on the Bucks, and I forgot who's going to some other team. That's going to help Bucks out so much. <laughs> Good old George Hill. And then George Hill, he said he apologized for missing the free throw. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad that he still... that That's going to haunt him for the rest of his life, bro. What, why did they even get George Hill? They have Eric Bledsoe. But they need another point guard for it. And they have Brogdon. Oh, my God, dude. They, I think because last year, you know, he had the best... I think... I don't know when it stopped, but... Up to a point in the season, he had like the best free three point percentage in the league. Dude, the Bucks should have tried to go all out, try to get Jimmy Butler. No, oh, geez, so he could ruin Giannis. Nah, Giannis would have taken charge. Giannis probably would have kicked him in the nuts. <laughs> like he <laughs> said, like, just get the hell out of my way. Like he said, he was gonna do to Hazonia if Hazonia tried to walk him over, walk over again. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Hazonia's a Buster for that. Uh, yeah, Hazonia did not dunk on Giannis for all you yeah, people Giannis out there. Yeah, Giannis was trying to come. This it was, dude you gave can't, a thousand percent effort. Yeah. Ran back on defense, tried to swat him from behind while the dunk was halfway in the hoop and everyone was like, Giannis got dunked on. You can't get dunked on from behind. Like, what type of logic is that? You can't. They're like, Giannis got baptized. I don't, Giannis. It's like, you ever seen someone get baptized? Giannis, first of all, he that was like one of the most athletic chase downs I've ever seen. He almost hit his head on the rim. I know. I was like, Giannis, you need to chill, bro. This is just the Knicks. <laughs> and I like, so yeah, he didn't get dunked on. So y'all need to chill out with that stuff. All right. I'm tired. Like, come on, man. Just because someone tries hard on defense, actually tries to run back, make an amazing defensive play, and then the dude dunks it, and then he goes for the block. <laughs> I will say, he got baptized. Nah, he didn't get baptized. And if you guys feel that way, go have your third bowl of cereal. And your third like, banana. Like you can't, you can't get baptized uh, from behind. That'd be like the pastor having a little <laughs> water, and then you're holding the baby behind him. You <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> the, the pastor walks over the baby. <laughs> he says, "You've been baptized." All he did was splash his hands in water with the baby sitting behind him. Then he just put the baby on the ground and walks over him. He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> what's up?" 
You just got baptized. This is my house. All right. So we've covered. I'm looking at. The, I'm looking at the topic docket. Yes, you guys. Oh, the topic man. docket is back. We're trying to bring the topic. To, I can't even say that anymore. Topic docket. Topic docket. We bringing the topic docket back. Uh, we're in the east. We're, we we're just in the east all all this whole time. You what? Do you, you know the Bulls fired the coach. I honestly not until you told me today that we we're gonna talk about it. I did not did not know that fool got fired. And you know, I realized something. I I brought that up. I thought it was a good topic, but I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I love the dude Fred Hoiberg because he was a savage at college. Like, he did all that good stuff. And then, you know, he, I thought he was doing decent with the Bulls, but he got axed. And you know and what was it was? Like, you know what it was? <laughs> it was him and Jimmy had beef. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I don't know if I'm telling the truth or not, but I'm pretty sure that they had some issues, allegedly. Oh yeah, everything. Bro, everybody got issues with Jimmy. Everything that we stay on this podcast is a legend. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think him and Jimmy had issues. That's why Jimmy got traded. Man. That's why Jimmy got traded. Good. So, yeah, they fired him, and but this time they say what I was reading was that Zach Levine. Uh, Zach Levine's a bum. Zach Levine was allowed to do anything in the locker room and allowed to do anything he wanted, and they get didn't get punished. Like, what's he doing to get punished? I don't know. I guess he just was... I don't know. He's a grown-ass dude. Like, what's he, like, staying out past curfew? I get... You know, there's some things that coaches are, like, you know, coaches got to keep, keep, you know, take the reins, I guess. But I guess, you know, Hoiberg never did that. You know, that's why I'm sad he got fired. Because, you know, we didn't have... I I always would say Zoidberg. Coach (laughs) Zoidberg. Good old Zoidberg. Zoidberg and the Bulls. But he's gone now. And so I'm kind of glad we passed on um, Zach Levine, the Kings. We dodged a bullet there. I I never liked Zach Levine as a player, so yeah. I'm glad I'm glad we I'm glad we we. I felt like uh, if we would have had him this year, I feel like we would have be probably scoring like 140 points a game and giving up 300 points a game because <laughs> he's actually he was actually, he's actually balling, but the team's not doing good. So that's a real good correlation, you know. And they they were saying something. I I think I read something that Wendell Carter wasn't listening to him, and it was just a whole man. Bunch. Some bum little dudes, man. I'm tired of these young yeah, dudes. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I, remember we talked about it in the we draft. talked about it on the draft. Yeah, we were talking about how the draft. These guys were like, like not giving out their medical records, and the Kings. Like, no one wanted to work out for the Kings. Only person that really wanted to work out for us was Bagley. Um, you know, even they said that Luca didn't give Lottie his records, his medical records. So it's like, man, like, what is wrong with these guys that haven't even gotten to the league that are trying to dictate to- so much in the future? And look at Mo Bamba. I don't even think he starts. Right, they're privileged, bro. They don't get the yellow pieces in their Captain Crunch anymore. You're right. These are some blueberry eating motherfuckers, man. <laughs> I can see. I can see Mo Bamba. I bet you. I bet he's never had the yellow pieces in his in his Captain Crunch. Know, he didn't even know there was yellow pieces in Captain bro, Crunch. Bro, you're probably right. He probably had a bowl of Captain Crunch with the yellow pieces and said, what is that? <laughs> he said, no, excuse me, I want Captain Crunch, please. <laughs> he said, uh, excuse me, somebody mixed in some some, <laughs> some cereal with my uh, blueberry Captain Crunch. <laughs> Who put these in with my blueberries? <laughs> You're so freaking right. But no, man, but that, like, you know, all you rookies, y'all need to chill out, man. You know, make it to, make it to the rookie game first before you get a big head. 
Cause Man, like, I swear, dude, if I, if I was these, uh, if I was like a head coach or a GM, and I had all these, this cl- honestly, this class of rookies seemed like they were the most defiant. You know yeah. what I'm but you know what I'm saying? Like they didn't give out stuff, and they were being picky on where they wanted to go. They didn't want to do this. They didn't want to do that. They should have just not drafted any of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no GM would have done that. <laughs> Scrubs like, but, ain't got no balls, bro. But but you know, I feel like the only there's only like right now the way that everybody's playing, there's only like two rookies, two or three rookies that really can even say anything. And right now, actually four, and I'm throwing our guy in there because when he plays, he balls. <laughs> but Luka Doncic, because Luka Doncic is balling right now, certified killer. I don't know if he's everybody say he's gonna be transcendent. I don't know if he's gonna be transcendent because he's he's looking pretty amazing though. He looks amazing, he looks good, but transcendent to me is like. Like a freaking, like a Katie, or like Greg a, Oden. like a Steph, like come on man, Michael Eddie Jordan, Curry. like like real like transcendent. Like he's gonna be good. Don't get me wrong, he's gonna be good. Greg um, Oden was transcendent. You know, bro. Uh, you know Trey Young's actually putting up stats, but you know good good stats, bad team deal. I don't know if that's what it is, but he's putting up stats, man. He looks he looks like he can ball. Jaron Jackson play, can play. Uh, Marvin Bagley can play. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, yeah, he, Marvin, Marvin Bagley got some defense to him. That's what I'm saying. When he plays, he balls. And last night he had a bad game, but usually he's really efficient. Like the game before last, he had he was like he played like 14, some some weird number of minutes and grabbed like 16, 17 points. Bagley Bagley gets like he he knows how to. That's the thing I like about Bagley. He knows how to his strengths. He uses them well. Like his jump hook. Like that and full, his left hand. Yeah, that left-handed jump hook is strong. <laughs> it's way stronger than Costa Kufus's. <laughs> Costa Kufus got the meanest floater in the league. Oh, that that half court. That that, that full <laughs> take. I've never seen somebody do like a one a one like a a floater from the free throw line, being seven foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> they said, "Hey, Costa Costa Kufus never misses these." And then all I see is him only miss them. Yeah. They're like, Oh my God, that's crazy! We've never seen Costa Kufus miss a floater. to miss. Like, hmm. <laughs> Last night at the game, Doug Christie was like nine out of ten times that goes down, and I'm just like, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I was like, what are you talking about? But I'm not gonna lie to you. I know we're on this on the, we're kind of hard on Kufus sometimes, but he's been balling lately defensively, and that's all because your boy Willie Cauley Stein refuses to play defense, and refuses to rebound, and refuses to do anything that a seven footer should do. So Kufus, you know, Kufus is can- trip just I don't know, man. He's just trying to get his Instagram going, bro. I'm like I said, I'm, I, oh, you already know I'm off the Willie train. I just wish we uh would trade him already, because like last night watching the game against the Pacers was really frustrating, man. He just re- he refuses to get a rebound. You know what happened? He in, the, in the, like the last three minutes and forty seconds of the game, right? He hadn't blocked a single shot, hadn't barely rebounded the whole game. He got mad at uh, Thaddeus Young. Of all people, Thaddeus Young, like one. I feel like I don't know Thaddeus, but he seems like he's one of the nicest guys in the NBA. Uh, he so he gives uh, Thaddeus a forearm shiver. <laughs> they give us they they call a technical foul, and then he starts like talking trash. And then he blocked a shot. I haven't seen Willie block a shot this whole year. He averages uh point four blocks on the year. So Good old he, Willie. He blocked the shot, and then he uh, after that he had a nice alley oop dunk. So he was like, for like for some reason he started playing hard. He waited to like the last three minutes and forty seconds to play hard. 
Oh, dude, you need I'm, to play against Thaddeus Young more often. Dude, just needs somebody. Just needs. I don't know what Thaddeus did besides breathe. I was watching the game. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what. He, I think he just. I don't know. I guess he. I guess Willie wanted to win, but didn't want to put the effort in. And then when somebody started, when when, they were, when we realized we weren't going to win, he got mad. You know what? We should just start Bagley already. Bench Willie. 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 The way that Willie plays is like one of those bigs that you know comes in and plays like 10, 15 minutes off the bench. That's it. That's actually a pretty good role for him, I think. Just a little I think spark it is. Play. I think it is because like all he can like when you like not even being disrespectful, but like at this point, all he can do is just alley oop dunks, right? That's all he can do. He doesn't block shots and he doesn't rebound. You just you just like at that position, you can't just have somebody that just like at least you know if they're not going to block shots and rebound, they got to be a stretch five and shoot. He can't and shoot. He can't shoot. He can't even shoot from the free throw. He's at forty two percent right now. And I like Willie, you know, like I'm off the Willie bandwagon. He like pisses me off. But, you know, if he was able to stay on the team, we pay him like what, like five million a year or something, <laughs> something, <laughs> something really cheap. But like Willie cheap, something Willie cheap, uh, <laughs> you know, something Willie cheap. And then, you know, we keep him. I'll be fine with that. But if he's if he's just looking for the bag, like I know he like he said he was looking for the bag. If the Kings gave him that, they would if they pay him money, they would set the franchise back so far. They, they probably will too. They would say we set the franchise back. Willie's not the answer. They gotta let him go. Trade him for a three. Uh, what do you think about Michael Porter, Otto Porter Jr.? What happened to him? What do you? Because the Kings are looking at him still. Oh, sh- I'll take him, bro. Even like I honestly at this point, I'll take point, him because he wears the, the glasses during the game. I, I <laughs> you know, I I actually always ready to uh, do some woodworking <laughs> in the middle of a basketball game. You know, I honestly, I actually like Otto Porter Jr. Even no, though I like him too. Even he's, though he's, he's super, good. Ex- he can yeah. shoot and he can play D. Even though he's super exp- expensive, he's like a Justin Jackson, a Super Saiyan Justin Jackson. And Justin Jackson's kind of been coming on lately. So you know, I don't know if they, I don't know if they're gonna make the deal. Um, Justin I think, Jackson averaging uh, five appearances a game. Yeah, he's actually showing up. He had uh, back-to-back threes last night while, hey. while the game was still in question. Like, normally he comes live when it's, like, out of question. We're either, win- <laughs> we're either winning or we're getting blown out. He'll, like, it's my time to shine. But, no, like, these last, like, three or four games, like, especially when we had the three-game win streak just recently, he's can- he came in and played good defense, rebounded. And this last game when it was, like, we were, we were down, like, three, six, we were down seven points, he had back-to-back threes. And then uh, freaking my boy Troy Williams, ah, Troy man, Troy Williams does so much good stuff, and then he just does some stupid stuff. That dude looks like he's fifty years old. I know, like I was watching, yeah, bro, he does. But this is the thing, Troy <laughs> Williams, he has like tunnel vision, and it's always when we're like down one point, the momentum is going our way. This fool just takes the ball, waves off everybody, and then turns it over right in front <laughs> of the basket. He tried to do like a behind the back three sixty pass over. I don't know what he was doing and turned the ball over and that was the closest we ever got. And that that was the second that's the second time he did that. And then he just every time that happens, he needs to get benched. <laughs> but he like I like what he play, I like his defense and I like his hustle, but sometimes he just gets these boneheaded plays. He waved off Luke he no, he waved off uh Bogey in the corner <laughs> and he just <laughs> drove to the basket and I was just like, What is this guy doing? But I I still like him though, and he he brings good hustle to the team. I just like our whole team. Yeah, I like them. And then, uh, so that was a little Kings, Kings, the, the Kings court for the for the for the day. Y'all, we all, y'all, is gonna get a little Kings action in there. Try not to be too overbearing, but uh, 
Oh, yeah. Also, the Nuggets, man. The Nuggets are going through it. Nuggets are going through it right now. Uh, Paul Millsap. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that they had so many uh, so many dudes who are dead right now. Yeah, they. Paul Millsap's toe is dead. He broke it. So that's I feel bad for Nuggets fans and the Nuggets organization because this is the second time in two years that he goes down around this time of the year. I know. <laughs> they might just need to shut him down in December and just wait, just wait it out. <laughs> so he broke his toe, and they're gonna he's gonna get updated. He's gonna get checked out. Who knows how long he'll be out? Um, Gary Harris is down for like three to four weeks. I think something runs with his hip, hip strain or something like that. On top of uh. On top of what's his name, uh, Isaiah Thomas is on the. He hasn't played the whole season because he's the injury. He's out with the injury, and um, Michael Porter Jr. They drafted him in this last draft, and he's been out with the back thing. So they're 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 kind of thin. I think there's probably like another player that I for, I'm forgetting that's hurt. Didn't you say Barton was injured? Yeah, William Barton, <clears throat> and he's actually really good. I like him. I like him a lot. He's like a do it all. He's like a like a Nicholas Batum type player, but he scores higher numbers like he, i think he before he left he was averaging like 17 18 a game so they lost that so losing william barton was already big and they lost him in the early in the season so that was a big hit and they were playing pretty well without him so you can just imagine how good this, this nuggets team could be if they were fully healthy but they just this year i mean you know they're doing the injury things last year paul Millsap went down for like three months you gotta think if paul Millsap was there last year they would have made the playoffs yeah yeah, I think so. Because they, they 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 look pretty good with Millsap out there and yeah. when they're healthy. But yeah, because last year they played the Timberwolves for like the last spot in the playoffs, and you can kind of say both teams because Jimmy Butler was going for a minute and Paul Millsap was going for a minute. But you know, you think if Paul Millsap played more last year, they make the playoffs, and you know, Paul Millsap is playing, and they're like the best. I think they're the best team in the league right now, or best team in the West right now. Them or the yeah, Clippers. They're, they're definitely in the top yeah, it's either bit of the West. Yeah, it's either them or the Clippers. Um, the, I think the Raptors would have the best record in the league. I think they're like 21-4, and 21-5, or 20-5, and five or something like that. Which is Yeah, I, I can't believe that the Raptors are doing that good. I can. I, I'm like I'm with you, but I, I, I can kind of see it because they, when they just had DeMar DeRozan, they balled out with him. And they had like what well, their best record last year. They they we had something last year, right? And then Kawhi is just that much better than Demar Derozan. So I'm like, it just makes sense because they didn't really lose any. They just lost Demar, and they added Kawhi and Danny Green. So just off just off Kawhi coming their defense, you know, just off Danny Green coming in coming in and place of Demar Derozan, their defense gets that much better. Just off Danny Green, right? <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to Demar Derozan. But just just switching on defense, switching Danny Green with Demar Derozan, your defense gets that much better. But instead, you say, you know what? I want Kawhi in there instead. Then your defense just gets on steroids. Because Kawhi's like he's like probably like one of the he's probably the best defender in the league right now. Yeah. I still remember that uh, time when we thought we were gonna be good. That first year, it was after the the summer when we had that. Uh, they did that mashup with the Suicide Squad. Oh. <laughs> you remember that first game at home? Hell yeah. Remember the first game? I think we went to that game. It was the first game at home, and freaking, we were playing the Spurs, and we were beating them, right? And then we're thinking, this is, oh, we're, we're really going to push for a playoff spot this year. And then Ben McLemore oh, is on like, by yeah, he's like he was like on the like the left wing or whatever. Kawhi steals the ball out of his hands and just dunks it. 
We he come, said, just give me that. We, we come back. We, they come back down the court. For some reason, I don't know why, Ben has the ball again. And Kawhi says, cookies. <laughs> <laughs> it just takes the ball and he's gone. He said that and then just took it. He, like, he even told Ben Mac. He, he said, said ben. I'm going to get cookies. He said, yeah, Ben said, where? He said, I'm pizza guy. <laughs> he said, you say pizza? He said, pizza? I, was be- I don't got cookies. I got pizza. <laughs> and then Kawhi just took that and dunked it, man. And, and, and you know, the thing is, I remember Ben fouled him on the second on the second time he dunked it. So it was like a five-point swing, and then we just lost. Because <laughs> Kawhi. <laughs> Dang you, Kawhi. You Kawhi killed our season that year, in the first game of the season. I know. Cause yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. That that digress. Um, if we when we do make the playoffs, I know for a fact it's gonna be with this iteration of the team that we have right now. So, yeah. So all right. So we talked about basketball for a minute, and by minute I mean fifty-seven of those. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in in <clears throat> in boxing, there was a there was a fight. Uh, <laughs> there was a fight uh, last night. Uh, I don't know uh, Lomachenko and Pedreas. Uh, Lomachenko beat Pedreas now, so there's a, a belt unification. I think Lomachenko has the Lomachenko has the WBA and the WBO or WOB belts. So you know that's that unification fight. I really want him. To fight Javante uh, Davis because Javante Davis fought Pedreas and he beat Pedreas in the seventh round, and Lomachico beat him in I think the eleventh round. So I think that would be like a super fight. That'd be crazy because both of those both of both of those dudes are crazy. I think Javante Davis is avoiding him, as you should, because Lomachico is crazy. I don't even know who Lomachenko is. He's this. Is uh, it that Ukrainian dude? Yeah. The because there's like three Ukrainian dudes who are like. All from the same gym or something, and all in different weights. And they're like, there's like Alexander, Alexander Yulsik or whatever. Uh-huh. No, it's uh, yeah, Vasily, Vasily, I can't even say his first name. Vasily, Vasily Lomachenko. Is he the dude who has like eight fights? Nah, he has, uh, no, he should have, uh, let me see his record. What did I just say? What are they? Uh, where are they from? Uh, that, 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 Ukraine. You, yeah, you said Ukraine. Yeah, they're from they're from Ukraine. He has uh, thirteen fights. Yeah, he doesn't have like a lot of fights, right? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have a lot of fights right now. He's a little guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he, he but he's like a light light fighter. Yeah, he's lightweight. He's super super featherweight. Lightweight, super featherweight. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's like at one. I forgot what the weight class, what weight class he's at. But yeah, yeah, it's him. He's he, but he's he's a dope fighter, bro. He's he's really good. And yeah, I've I've only heard like great things about him because he didn't have like I saw that his record was like or like a few months ago but, or a year ago. He yeah. didn't have like a lot of fights, but everyone was like talking about how he's going to these title fights. Yeah. So the thing is, he doesn't have a lot of professional fights. Yeah. But on yeah. the amateur the amateur circuit, he's like battle tested like he's like he's he's on the amateur circuit he's been fighting since 2017 so yeah so he's that's like one year dude 
Oh, I'm sorry, 2007. 2007. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I just caught that. Yeah, he's been fighting since 2007, but professionally. I was like, that's a veteran? No, professionally, I don't think he's been fighting that long. Probably like five years or so. But, you know, and he's 30, so, you know, I think 30 is when you start winding down a little bit. You're getting old. I think all, across the board, sports-wise, you're in the 30. It's like you're prime pretty much. Yeah. And then you start winding down. You go downhill from there. So I want to see him fight Javante Davis. I think that would be a dope fight. I think that would almost be a super fight or a super bout. So hopefully they can put that off. But I think uh, I don't know if both guys want to fight each other because they both probably might hurt one another. So we'll see. We'll see if that happens. Um, and football, I think the Saints clinched their division. Um, they had they just beat the uh, the Buccaneers. Came back from I think fourteen and came back from like fourteen. I don't know if they I can't remember. Uh, and they beat the Buccaneers and Chiefs. I think they secured their playoff spot. They beat the Ravens. Oh, yeah. I think I saw that as a headline. The Browns. They like, came back and beat them. Browns beat the Panthers. Uh, disappointing. What happened? What the hell, Cam? So, the Browns have five games. They won five games this year. They won more games than the Suns. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> that's big. That's actually, that's actually something. And the Suns play... Suns probably played twice as many games. Or Suns <laughs> suck. Suns, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. Um. Oh, did you see that? Uh, did you see the Dolphins beat the uh, the Patriots? Oh, I I think I I kind of like glanced and saw it. Yeah, they pretty much did that backyard bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it was. They did backyard bullshit and they scored. <laughs> it was it was beautiful. Anytime that you can do backyard bullshit on a team in the NFL, it's always beautiful. It's always beautiful. <laughs> so they got that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much it. I think the Eagles are playing the Cowboys right now. The Eagles suck, dude. That's so disappointing. Well, like, that's probably, to me, that's like one of the most disappointing things about this NFL season is the Eagles. Yeah, my friend was like, oh, it's the Super Bowl hangover. It's like, bro, you guys just suck. Yeah, the Super Bowl hangover, that just, I don't know. I think that's, I don't know. I think, yeah, if that's a Super Bowl hangover, that's the worst Super Bowl hangover in history. Because <laughs> I think the freaking, because when you think about it, the Panthers have been on like a freaking three-year hangover then. And they didn't even win, though. <laughs> <laughs> the Panthers been on, Panthers have a hangover, have a hangover for a minute. And they didn't even drink. They didn't, man. <laughs> Page the yeah. So me, the most disappointed teams for me in the NFL this year so far has been the freaking the Packers and the uh, the Eagles. Man, I was like, I thought y'all was gonna be better than that. I thought both teams were gonna be better than that. Yeah, it's crazy what's happening with the Packers. Yeah, and they fired their coach too. Yeah, probably too late. Two years too late, but. <laughs> But whatever. And, you know, biggest surprise, obviously, for me, uh, Chiefs, Texans, yeah, Texans turn around. I agree around. with that. I like the Texans. They've been really good after that slow start. I think – They like, lost today, though. Uh, I didn't watch that game. Who they lose Yeah, they to? lost by three to the Colts. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that was our team, bro. I the know. Texans are our team. I know. I know. And the Colts are like my old team. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just stick with the horses, bro. <laughs> Wait, the Texans are a horse? They are... I'm pretty sure they're a horse. Bro, what kind of horses you be looking at? No, I think I got a mic, so... They got like a bull on their, I always their thought helmet. That, I thought I just thought that was a horse. Huh. Uh. <laughs> huh. You think about the Broncos? No, I'm looking at it right now. I don't know how I thought that. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you know the so Texans they they've been a surprise for me, a good surprise. Uh, Chiefs been a good surprise. Uh, but yeah, and the Doo Doo Browns. The Browns that five games, yeah, that's a surprise. Yeah, that's a surprise for sure. I mean, I thought they were gonna go. I thought they were gonna win one game this year. I was like, yeah, they actually look kind of decent. It's crazy. Yeah, and they tied. Didn't they tie like two games? They definitely tied with the Steelers. I think. I, I think, don't know if they did another one. I'm pretty sure they tied two games. Uh, let me look at the Browns record. Football's not really our forte. It's not at all. But still, oh yeah, they only tied one game. Uh, they should. They could have been six and seven right now. They could have been the the Panthers. The Panthers are six and seven. That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> you know, maybe they win that game and they get more confidence. They probably could have made the playoffs this year, <laughs> <laughs> or been in some type of wild card situation. <laughs> if they would have had confidence earlier, if they would have fired Hugh Jackson, is that, that's that's who their coach was, right? Hugh Jackson. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. If they would have fired him earlier, they probably would have been winning earlier. They probably could have made a playoff this year, man. Shout out to the Browns, y'all. You guys. Shout out to you guys, yeah. man. You guys are you guys are always the doo doo Browns, and now you guys are still the doo doo Browns. But I got love you're a little for, bit better. I got love for any Cleveland based team because you guys bear my last name. So, oh, you know, I always got love for them. You a Cavs fan? No, I got you know I I you know, no not at all. But deep down inside, I'm like, I wish you guys would play better. <laughs> <laughs> my my last name's on this thing, man. Like I was like, yo, can y'all get back on defense or something? Like, so like, yeah, it's just you know they got my last name, so it is what it is. So oh man, so we 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 hit the sports, we hit them all today, man. We did it. Except we hit well, we hit the, the important ones. Nobody talking about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't important, bro. Oh, did they, is a championship game next week or what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that what, the World Series is coming up. Uh, boy, I think it is, actually. Boy, I tell you, man. <laughs> I tell you what, man. They got a chance, those Dodgers. <laughs> they got a chance, man. <laughs> Shout out to baseball fans. I'm pretty sure the Dodgers lost. Actually, yeah. What's that dude's they name? Lost. Yeah, P- they for sure lost. P- what is that? Is that dude on the, jo- the Dodgers? P-U-I-G? That's his name? or Poop. <laughs> <laughs> there was somebody on the Dodgers. I, I saw. I saw. Yeah, I saw a highlight of him twerking on the bat, and I was like, I hope they lose. That's the same dude who uh, licks his bat. That's the same dude. Yeah, I saw that fool. That fool was over there shaking his rump, and I was like, I saw that. I was like, I know why. I knew why I hated LA based teams. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was so. That was so disappointing. Every time I like, dudes don't need to shake the rump like that. They got this new Jack in the Box commercial. Uh, for this new Jack in the Box sandwich, and it's these dudes twerking, bro. And I'm like, yo, Man, what the, what that's what I'm saying. Commercial? They're just twerking, and like, I can't. They're just I, trying to make people mad. Well, it's pissing me off because the Kings are like sponsored by Jack in the Box or some shit like that. Oh crap! And so that commercial comes on like seven times during the game, 
And I just gotta like pull out my DS and play my video games. <laughs> that sounds kind of bad. Yo, you heard of this dance move called the Woe? No. no. <laughs> I had some student show it to me. He just he was sitting there and he started like shaking, and then he like threw something up in the air and he caught it and he started shaking again. I was like, dude, what in the world are you doing? He said, it's the Woe. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me look it up. Let me look it up. Hold on, I got it right. And now. then he said, "You never heard of the Woe Challenge?" I was like, "If I didn't even know what I was looking at, how am I gonna know what the Woe Challenge is?" <laughs> so this this gotta be new. No, I don't. I was just curious, bro. No, I don't know this. This something else. Because yeah, it just didn't make no sense. Well, that's gonna be on. I can already can tell that's gonna be on Fortnite next week, though. Probably. It's gonna be on Fortnite. So um. Oh, dude. Okay, so did you... Uh, cause I texted you about watching Blue Planet 2 on Netflix. It's, oh, yeah, I must start watching that. Because it came out in 2017. And I was watching it last night. The visuals are amazing. Because like, like, I've, I've been watching a lot of documentaries, animal documentaries. And I was like, man, some of these are like old. Like There was one from like 2003. And like the footage is... Wait, is David Attenborough the... Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. If it, Of course. David Attenborough's the homie. When that, that dude's always the narrator. Dude, when that dude passes away, like... Oh, I'm, dude, I'm come be, on. I'm gonna be sad. Don't even say it. Like, a lot of people say they, they want... Uh, a lot of people say they want uh, Morgan Freeman to narrate their lives. Nah, fam. You can have Morgan Freeman. I want David Attenborough. Is it Attenborough? Attenborough, yeah. Yeah, I want David Attenborough, bro. Could you imagine? So Robert wakes up in the morning... <laughs> And the first thing that goes on his mind is to use the bathroom after a long scratch of his anus. Like that, bro. Like if he if he narrated like your life, your it just sounds it would be like it's so smooth. Shout out to you, David Attenborough. You don't or uh, I, I'd probably be down with James Earl Jones. Oh, nah. Whoa, Dark Vader. He does. He does some of the. Uh, he does some. He does some of the documentaries too. Da- Darth Vader. Yeah. He said, <laughs> and then they just had like bears in the background, just like running, frolicking, doing something. Too you want to know what they're doing? Because this is the narrator. He said, <laughs> "Bear, turn around, like what the hell is that?" <laughs> All right, hey, unqualified, uneducated guys out there and girls, and pronouns. If you oh god, just keep going. <laughs> Who would you guys want to narrate your life? What do you want? Morgan Freeman, David Attenborough, uh, James Earl Jones, your boy Robert. I'd I'd narrate your life for a cool five bucks. The whole thing. The whole thing. That's a bargain. I'm talking about from birth to whenever you, to your untimely demise. (laughs) I'll narrate that whole sucker real quick. (laughs) I'll narrate the out of your life, man. So let us know. Let us know who would you have narrate your life. Hey, shout me. Hey, throw throw me that quick five. I got you. That's a come up, you guys. Hey, that, hey I'm just trying to get money for the channel, bro. Good. We got to get these. I'll, I'll narrate uh, people's lives too for twenty five cents because I know hey. I ain't got that ability. Hey, and if you do, if you if you uh, hire both of us, it's it's five twenty five, and we'll do yeah. like a, a double. Like we'll have like a like a commentary, bro, about your life. Oh, that would be good, dude. Yo. 525 for a commentary by Unqualified and Uneducated. Hit us up. 
guys clean. Send us a video of your whole life, though, so yeah, we can do it. we need the footage. And yeah, we need the footage. No We're matter, not going to record it for you. Yeah, no matter how boring your life is, we'll, we'll, we'll narrate that mother sucker real quick. <laughs> we'll do it real quick. Okay, um, lastly, last last thing, last thing like, I know you got to go, but have you seen the new Avengers trailer yet? I haven't. I haven't even seen the last Avengers movie. Okay, uh, okay I'm glad. That's just, this is why you and I are really cool. <laughs> because I've had five people send me the trailer, but y'all know my rules. I don't watch trailers. Why would I watch a trailer for a movie, and it tells me what the movie's gonna be? Is the, like trailers. <laughs> trailers nowadays tell you what happens in the beginning, the middle, and the end. So when you walk into the movie, you already know what happens in the movie. What's the point of paying for the movie after you've watched the trailer? I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna show up. You don't gotta. You don't gotta show me the trailer. You know what? And the, nowadays they'd be putting the, uh, you know how at the end of all these Avenger movies they'd be uh, start leaking into the next movie, yeah, like yeah. featuring the next movie. They'd be putting that in a trailer too. They, bruh, that's what is ridiculous. You know what the, you know what the greatest trailer of all time was? The greatest trailer of all time was it was in Pokemon. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so Pokemon uh, Mewtwo returns, right? That wasn't the first time that we saw Mewtwo. Actually, it was uh, Ash and Brock and Misty. They go to... No, wait. Trash that. First, Gary. He goes to uh, that town after you leave Pallet Town. Where the, yeah. the eighth gym lead, where Giovanni is. Where his yeah, gym is. Yeah, yeah. And Gio, uh, Gary fights Mewtwo, right? He fights him in the show. And you don't know what that... You're like, what, what, who's that Pokemon? <laughs> who's that Pokemon? You're like, you don't know. And that thing is destroying... He, they, Gary fought, had his uh, RK9 and I think a, a Rhydon or a Nido King, and they were attacking Mewtwo. And Mewtwo just psychic them out the way, right? <laughs> just destroy Gary. So then Ash comes up and he's like, "Oh, Iron, come on, Brock, Misty, let's go, Pikachu!" And Gary's like, "You guys, you, you're not gonna beat that thing." And then Ash is gonna fight him, but the Mewtwo is gone. He's fight. He fights like Jesse and James or whatever for the for his eighth badge. So. That was that was <laughs> yeah, that was the trailer for Mewtwo Returns right there. I saw Mewtwo, I saw how strong he was. That was it. That's all you needed. And then, then like I think three weeks or later or some some odd time later, they said Mewtwo movie coming out. Then they started promoing the movie. But as far as trailers went, it worked within the show, nice and smooth. It showed me new content that I had never seen before, and that wasn't in the movie. You know what I mean? That's what a trailer should do. It should show you content that's not going to be in a movie. So when you see the movie, you're not spoiled. But That's true, bro. I'm tired of trailers. But, you know, that's just that's just me going on a, t- on a tangent telling all you people out there, stop sending me trailers of Avengers, bro. Like, chill. Plus, you already know it's going to happen. Everybody did. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody going to die. <laughs> Everybody going down. Everybody's gonna die. They're gonna be a happy ending, something like that. Oh yeah, actually, probably everybody's gonna live again. Yeah, everyone's gonna get resurrected. Yeah, they're gonna get the Dragon Balls. And... Oh, they're gonna get the Dragon Balls yeah. and the Resurrection Stone from Harry Potter, bro. Oh, so they're gonna. Oh, it's gonna be a super crossover. It's a super mega crossover, dude. Oh, they're gonna have Goku in there. They're gonna have Harry Potter in there. <laughs> Yo, Avenger Four is about to be lit. Avenger Four Z, the Sorcerer's Stone. I'd watch it. I'd watch it too, bro. I'd watch that. 
And you know who's going to be narrating <clears throat> the movie? Oh, my boy. Dave Attenborough. Dad Attenborough. Gonna, <laughs> dad will be clean. I'd watch that movie instantly. So, shout out to shout out to all you guys who watched to listen to the whole video. You got anything else you want to talk about or we hit everything? I think we hit everything. We should give them a preview, though, for the next episode. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> Y'all want a trailer for the next episode? <laughs> no, screw trailers. Uh, who else? Uh, do I, we got beef with anybody else? Yeah, Jimmy Butler. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, Jimmy. Like I got beef with you, Jimmy, and I got beef with Clay Thompson, and I got beef with KD, oh, and I got beef with uh, Kareem Hunt, and I got beef with Ray Rice, and I got beef with the switch that Adrian Peterson used to hit his son. Oh boy. I just got beef with cancer, bro. Oh, bro, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, I probably got beef with other people, but I'm going to find out my list and I'm going to let y'all know who I got beef with. Because if Car don't mess with you, unqualified and educated don't mess with you either. <laughs> unless we need it, unless you want to come over the show and get an interview, then, you know. Yeah. yeah, then you can come over. That's cool. Yeah, Jimmy, like, if you want to pull up for an interview, you can come up anytime, bro. Yo, we just got to keep talking a bunch of smack on KD, so then he uh, he says something about us. Like, look at these busters keep talking crap about Oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't even and play basketball. so much traffic. Oh, heck, yeah. Yeah, KD would be like, these guys don't even play basketball. They ain't got millions of dollars. They, they don't got this. And we'd be like, you, he right? You're so right. That's but you're all. still a snake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet you can't eat all the more of the NBA. I bet he'd understand what that means. <laughs> He's only, like only Harry Potter knows what you're saying. He and KD. And KD. KD was like that's a uh, North American garden snake, eight feet long, <laughs> male, seventeen years old. Whoa. We covered a bunch of stuff. Um, any last words to to the fans out there? Uh, if you guys followed or if you guys stayed on this long, uh, make sure you go follow our Twitter because we still probably only have six people follow on our Twitter. Mm. Follow our Twitter. Give us a little shout out on there because that'd be cool. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, follow us on Instagram as well. Um, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify and Podbean. Um, those shirts are coming soon, I promise. And shirts will be out easily by 2021. Mm, don't say that, bro. That's way too soon, man. Give me That's some. Right. <laughs> give me some time, bro. Jeez. Uh, ETA 2021 <laughs> to 2028. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely. And continue to support us. Check out the uh, that other channel we got called uh well not another channel but the other series we do called podcasting with the squad uh it's just with us and random people that with that are with us at the moment so far it's just been me and some random people that i put on there but carl will probably put up some episodes with him and his friends if they don't my friends are trash yeah mind <laughs> <laughs> uh well as always uh stay unqualified live uneducated and we out